Have you ever felt like you're struggling in life, that you're dealing with issues and you feel far away from Allah Azza wa Jal? I want you to know you are not alone in your struggles. And this is your path to success because the very fact that you feel this way it means that Allah loves you and he wants you to come back to him. So if you're ready to know how to heal and to really connect deeply to Allah Azza wa Jal then keep listening. This is the Healing Hearts podcast with Sabila. Let's get into the episode. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu my dearest sisters and brothers in Islam. Alhamdulillah ya rabbil alamin. We have reached day 17 of the Ramadan challenge 2021 and alhamdulillah today is all about accountability. This is quite a strong and powerful lesson for us all ta'ala. So I really truly hope that we internalize what is being said here, the ayat that I'm about to recite to you all, inshallah, and to really act upon these lessons in our life, inshallah, ya rabbil alameen. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Sabila, and I'm the empowerment coach behind Healing Hearts Coaching, at Healing Hearts Coach over on Instagram, alhamdulillah. And I help to inspire Muslim women to heal from within, to heal from their traumas, their depression, their anxiety, so they can start living a life filled with confidence and living life on their terms. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. So let's begin without further ado with day 17 of the Ramadan challenge 2021. For those of you who haven't already, go to the link in my bio on my Instagram or the link in the description box down below to get your free workbook that goes in hand in hand with this challenge, inshallah. And please share this onwards so that we may gain sadaqa jariyah for those who learn from the knowledge that we share and that we can together become stronger as an ummah. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. Alhamdulillah. Bismillahi wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een. Rabbi shuhli sadri wa yassirli amri rahlul uqtatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Ameen ya rabbil alameen. Subhanallah. I know that today is quite an intense session, but we have to understand in order for us to, as Muslimin, gain the most out of this life, we must have accountability. We must keep an account of our deeds. We must understand that our intentions must line up with the outcome that we wish to receive. SubhanAllah. Or we will be of those who will, will be brought forward on al Qiyamah, the day of judgment, and we will think that our deeds are going to grant us entry into Jannah. But what will happen is if our intentions were corrupt, if our intentions were not in line with gaining the pleasure of Allah and to run away from his punishment, subhanAllah, then we may be of those who do not enter into Jannah. May Allah protect us from being these kinds of people. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ameen. So I'm going to begin today with the, the ayat from Surah An-Nisa, starting from ayah 120. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajim. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. 
يعدهم ويمنيهم وما يعدهم الشيطان إلا غرورا أولئك مأواهم جهنم ولا يجدون عنها محيصا والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات سندخلهم جنات تجري من تحتها الأنحار سندخلهم جنات تجري من تحتها الأنهار خالدين فيها أبدا خالدين فيها أبدا وعلى الله حقا ومن أصدق من الله قيلا ليس ليس بأمان سبحان الله ليس بأمانيكم ولا أماني أهل الكتاب من يعمل سوءا يجزى به ولا يجد ولا يجد له ولا يجد له من دون الله وليا ولا نصيرا ومن يعمل من الصالحات من ذكر أو أنثى وهو مؤمن فأولئك فأولئك يدخلون الجنة ولا يظلمون نقيرا ومن أحسن دينا ممن أسلم وجهه لله وهو محسن واتبع ملة إبراهيم واتبع ملة إبراهيم حنيفا واتخذ الله إبراهيم خليلا سبحان الله يا رب العالمين سبحان الله يا رب These are such beautiful ayat beautiful beautiful ayat of Allah عز وجل Allah is telling us in these ayat Shaytan he promises them and arouses desire in them but shaitan does not promise them except delusions. The refuge of those will be hell and they will not find from it an escape. And they will not find from it an escape. Sorry, forgive me, like my setup today is a bit... Um, Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> Hoping it doesn't fall. The refuge of those will be hell, and they will not find from it an escape. But the ones who believe and do righteous deeds, we will admit them to gardens beneath which rivers flow, wherein they will abide forever. Abada. It is the promise of Allah, which is the truth, and who is more truthful than Allah in statement? It, paradise, is not obtained by your wishful thinking, nor by that of the people of the scripture. Whoever does a wrong will be recompensed for it, and he will not find besides Allah a protector or a helper. And whoever does righteous deeds, whether male or female, while being a believer, those will enter paradise and will not be wronged even as much as the speck on a date seed. And who is better in religion than one who submits himself to Allah while being a doer of good? and follows the religion of Abraham, inclining towards truth. And Allah took Abraham as an intimate friend. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbi Alameen. What is being said here? Shaytan has come to make us deluded in this life. 
he's come to make the haram seem so appealing and he's made to he, he comes to make the halal seem so bad to us that we want to go away from it this is what shaitan does he creates this illusion in front of us and then we decide ourselves do we choose to follow this delusion or do we choose the way of haq the way of truth of allah azza wa jal subhanallah it's really powerful to understand that you know right now we are in the month of ramadan shaitan is locked away subhanallah the gates of paradise the gates of jannah are open right now we can correct our way of thinking we are in a purified environment we are surrounded by people who are doing acts of ibadah and remember no one is perfect so you're not going to be surrounded by angels but subhanallah we have to understand in order to gain the best out of this life we must surround ourselves with people who are living the life we want to be living so that we can raise our standards so we can break through these delusions that shaitan has put subhanallah because although although shaitan is locked away right now those same fitnas are still there the same deeds are still there and it's up to us in this month of ramadan we have more of um, a control over what we do what we think who we hang around with the habits we decide to take on and the habits we decide to let go of because they no longer serve us we decide to let go of every, everything that even brings us even a little bit towards haram and we decide to take on anything that brings us even a little bit towards the halal we know that allah azza wa jal only wants the best for us and we are the ones who are in control of our lives so here allah azza wa jal is saying those who believe and do righteous deeds will be entered into jannah subhanallah protect yourselves from those delusions of shaitan and just go towards the halal and stay away from the haram this religion is made to be so simplified subhanallah it's black and white and anything that there's gray area we are told stay away from subhanallah so we can err on the side of caution so we can gain that goodness into our lives because everything that is very important in the deen is very clear cut black and white black and white halal haram we know what we need we know what we want we know what is inside of us that we are pulled towards that is not good for us and in this month we decide we are fasting we are depriving our physical body and in doing so we are strengthening our mind and our heart so that when we are out of this month we are in a better place we can really look after ourselves and we can truly subhanallah understand our control has always been within us even though it seems more alluring because shaitan may be out and his waswasa will come after eid don't let that stop you you already understand that shaitan's waswasa will be present and he will be creating these delusions but we don't have to fall for them we can ask for allah's protection we can seek allah's protection and verily good deeds wipe out bad deeds subhanallah we will always sin we will always falter but what do we do when we do that if you remember what i discussed yesterday in the day of taqwa subhanallah subhanallah ya rabbi alamin it is so important for us to have this sense of taqwa because if we can go towards that which is good for us and stay away from that which is bad we will earn the pleasure of allah and if we can be of muttaqin 
we will be successful in this life and the next subhanallah so we ask protection from allah and we do the deeds that are in alignment with the duas that we make subhanallah Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Alameen, may Allah make us of those who have taqwa, for those who do have this accountability, for those who realize our control in our life and we go towards that which brings us towards Allah and we stay away from that which takes us away from Allah. Ameen, Ya Rabbi Alameen. And he says in this ayah, paradise is not obtained by your wishful thinking. This, subhanAllah, we can't just think our way into Jannah. Yes, I would love to do that. Oh, I would love to do these good deeds, but, 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 but. And we make excuses. When we start making excuses for ourselves, we are not having accountability over ourselves. We are acting as if everything is not in our control. We're acting as if we have no, um, subhanAllah, no power over what we are deciding in these moments because we are giving ourselves excuses. But excuses are just a way out. Excuses are just a way out of doing the things which are actually difficult to us because sometimes we have to fight our nafs in order to do the halal and to stay away from the haram. We are fighting against ourselves. It is a battle. It is an inner jihad, subhanAllah, an inner struggle inside of ourselves. No one said it was going to be easy. But the reward of Jannah is worth all of that temporary suffering that we may experience in this life. Subhanallah, we cannot just hope to earn it. We have to earn it through our deeds, through our sincerity of our intentions and the sincerity within our actions. We must have this integrity within us, this accountability that we know it is Allah who is watching over us. It is Allah who is giving us the ability to choose. It is Allah who is watching. What decision are you going to make? When you're at a crossroads, should I do this, should I not? And you ask yourself, is it going to bring me towards Allah or is it going to take me away from him? In those moments, Allah is there with you. What do you do? In those moments when you're alone and there's no one else there, you're in the secrecy of your own place, in your own house. No one else can see you, but Allah can. What do you do in those moments? Where is your accountability? Not just when you're out with people, but when you're alone. SubhanAllah, we have to think about these things. We must think about these things. Because Allah Azza wa Jal has given us the ability to earn Jannah. If He has already put guidance inside of your heart and He's given you people around you who, who nurture your deen, who nurture your heart, then subhanAllah, should we not take that in and be grateful to Allah Azza wa Jal for what He is sharing with us? for the gift he's bestowing upon us, to have the accountability of knowing this is an amana from Allah. The guidance, the hidayah that Allah has given me is an amana, a trust from him, that I must look after my deen, because I know it's my deen that will take me to Jannah. My heart, this, this Islam that's inside of me, that I have submitted myself to, this will be my reason to enter into Jannah. But now I have to live my life in accordance to that and submit fully to the will of Allah Azza wa Jal. SubhanAllah, we must. Alhamdulillah, I want to recite some more ayahs. This one is from Surah Al-Ankabut, from ayah number one. 
أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألف لام أحسب الناس أن يتركوا أن يقولوا آمنا وهم لا يفتنون ولقد فتن الذين من قبلهم فَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ اللَّهُ الَّذِينَ صَدَقُوا وَلَيَعْلَمَنَّ الْكَاذِبِينَ أَمْ حَسِبَ الَّذِينَ يَعْمَلُونَ السَّيِّئَاتِ أَنْ يَسْبِقُونَا سَاءَ مَا يَحْكُمُونَ مَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُو لِقَاءَ اللَّهِ فَإِنَّ أَجَلَ فإن أجل الله لآت وهو السميع العليم ومن جاهد فإنما يجاهد لنفسه إن الله لغني عن العالمين والذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات لنكفرن عنهم سيئاتهم ولنجزينهم, ولنجزينهم أحسن الذي كانوا يعملون سبحان الله يا رب العالمين ألف لاميم Do the people think that they will be left to say, we believe, and that they will not be tried, that they won't be tested. For we have certainly tried those before them, and Allah will make surely evident. He will surely make evident those who are truthful, and he will surely make evident the liars. Or do those who do evil deeds think that they can outrun us, to escape Allah. Evil is that which they judge. Whoever should hope for the meeting with Allah, indeed, the term decreed by Allah is coming, and he is the hearing, the knowing. And whoever strives, only strives for the benefit of himself. Indeed, Allah is free from the need of the worlds. And those who believe and do righteous deeds, we will surely remove from them their misdeeds and will surely reward them according to the best of what they used to do. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbi Alameen. How beautiful is this? SubhanAllah. We cannot just say we believe without acting upon that belief. Because if you truly believed, would you really be living a life of haram? If you truly believed in the message of Muhammad وسلم, in the Quran, the beautiful words of Allah, if you truly, truly believed, would you incline yourself consciously towards sin? Would you find yourself drawn to doing the actions that bring you away from Allah? Or if you truly, truly believed, would you find yourself loving doing the actions that bring you towards Allah and making sure you do them? And would you find yourself 
subhanallah, wanting to be away from anything that takes you away from Allah. Subhanallah. When we say we believe, amanna, we will be tested. Allah Azza wa Jal will test us in every single way. Subhanallah, Ya Rabbi Alameen. It's up to us what we do once we say that we believe. Because once the hidayah comes to you, now it's on you. What are you going to do? The hidayah came from Allah. Because it's only Allah that guides people. It's not people that guide people. And it's not us that has granted the guidance into us. We did not do that. Allah did that. Guidance does not come to you unless if Allah wills it to happen. Allah only guides whom he wills. And he misguides whoever he wills. So once the guidance comes to you and you say, we believe, you say, I believe. Ya Allah, I believe in you. I love this religion of Islam. I take it as my religion. Raditu billahi rabba wa bil islami deena wa bi muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam nabiyya. I am pleased. I am happy. I am fulfilled with Allah as my Lord. With Islam as my religion. And with Muhammad وسلم, as my messenger, as my prophet. SubhanAllah. When we say this, we must act upon it. Because you cannot just be saying it without doing something to show how much you believe in Allah. SubhanAllah. And Allah Azza wa Jal said, just as the people before us came and they were tested, we will be tested too. And Allah will make evident those who are truthful and those who are liars. Subhanallah, Allah already knows what's inside of our hearts. He knows when we have true iman. He knows when we have dedicated ourselves to the deen. He knows when we have pulled ourselves to Allah and we've held on, we've clung onto the rope of Allah. Allah knows what's in every single heart. Subhanallah, and when we know this and we're aware of Allah around us, we have this sense of taqwa and we have this sense of this, this accountability around us, we will live our lives in accordance to the way we want Allah to be pleased with us. This is true accountability in our lives. And Allah Azza wa Jalla is saying, those who believe and do righteous deeds, we will remove from them their misdeeds and we will reward them according to the best of what they used to do. SubhanAllah, just this alone, this alone, we will surely reward them according to the best of what they used to do. Can you imagine this for a second? Our entire life, we are spending it. When we have the hidayah inside of us and we spend our lives in the path of Allah, we pray our salah, we do our fasting. Every single Ramadan we fast. SubhanAllah, we do our, we do our sunnah, we do our nawafil, we do optional things, we do our zakat. We might have even gone for umrah and hajj. We, we do our shahada, we do our acts of ibadah. But Allah Azza wa Jalla is saying, because think about it, for our entire life, is every single act of ibadah perfect? SubhanAllah, no! <laughs> There's always so much room for us to improve. But this is why, you know, when we have our salah, we have our fard, and then we have the sunnah and the nawafil. Why, why do we have the sunnah and the nawafil? It's not just so we can spend our entire day in ibadah. Our sunnah and our nawafil are there to make up for anything that we have done wrong in our fard salah. If we have not been, if we have not done the best in our fard salah, then we do our sunnah and our nawafil. And this makes up for these parts that may have been missing within our fard. Subhanallah. So Allah Azza wa Jalla is saying, 
we will be rewarded according to the best of what we used to do. All of these acts of ibadah that may have been, subhanAllah, not to the best of our ability, this is not what we are rewarded on. We are rewarded on our best. SubhanAllah. And just think about that for a moment. Think about it. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Look at schools, right? If you think about all the exams that you might have, what happens at the end of the year? You get all of your scores. And then they create an average to give you your grade at the end of that time. At the end of your year. So even if, say you had one of these exams where you were really, really good and you got top marks, but all the rest of them, you did really bad. Your grade would come down. Your average grade would come down. Because you would be re rewarded according to the average of everything that you've just done. Or if you did three really good exams out of, the, out of four, and then the last exam you did, you got a really bad grade. SubhanAllah, it brings it down. You would have wanted all of those grades to be really good and rewarded according to the best of what you did. But you aren't rewarded according to the best of what you did. You're, recorded, you're, you're rewarded to the average. And it's most likely that the, the worst that you did has brought you down so much. This is not the way of Islam. This is not how Allah rewards us. Allah takes our very best of deeds, the best salah that we did, the best fast that we did, the best dhikr that we did, the days where we were truly in our hearts, so, subhanAllah, so close to Allah, that we were crying, we were shedding tears, we felt so close to Him. Those moments of utmost sincerity, so much love and gratitude that it just flows, and it is so apparent in our acts of ibadah that we try to perfect them as much as we can. These, the best of our deeds, are what Allah rewards us on. As if everything else that was not our best is not even looked at, subhanAllah, because your best is already enough to Allah. SubhanAllah, this is Allah Azza wa Jal. Can you imagine how different it is? When you think about Islam and how different it is to all the other religions, subhanAllah, how people have corrupted the ways of the prophets before us. But Islam came to clear all of that. And not only that, Allah Azza wa Jal is telling us so directly and clearly how much He loves us and how easy it will become to attain Jannah if we have accountability for our actions. And we understand when we look at the words of Allah, what do we see? What do we see in these words? Because Allah Azza wa Jal is writing a love letter to us. He has written this love letter to us. He is showing us exactly the recipe for success. Stay away from this. Do this. This is how I will reward you. This is how your accountability will be shown. All we need to do is we need to look at it and apply it in our lives. SubhanAllah, Allah will reward us according to the best of what we used to do. May Allah make us of these people and may Allah grant us the ability to do more and more deeds that are to the best of our ability so that we may have more of these beautiful best deeds that we may be rewarded on. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Let's start to raise our status. Let's start to raise our standards. SubhanAllah. Don't just think, I'm just going to make do. 
don't just think that you know subhanallah oh it's okay it's okay no i'll just do this but i won't really put in that much effort in my ibadah it's okay i'll just do like you know small amounts oh i, I don't really need to put that much sadaqah subhanallah you know i was just watching something because this morning alhamdulillah i was live on radio with sisters for islam and we we're on ramadan radio today and we were speaking about the life of abdul rahman bin awf radiallahu anhu and subhanallah it was so beautiful but as I was conducting my own research, because I didn't know much about the Sahabi, subhanAllah, and as I was doing my own research, I was watching a video by Mufti Menk, MashaAllah, may Allah bless him, he is just amazing. But he said something that really just struck me, and especially when it comes to sadaqah, because subhanAllah, when we think about our wealth, and how, you know, it's everything, you know, we, we have to have wealth in order to live, you know, we have to buy food, we have to buy everything right in order to have anything we buy our clothes we buy everything we buy our shelter water everything we have we have to buy it so money is a necessity in life however when money becomes the end goal we corrupt ourselves and we corrupt our lives and subhanallah the, the beauty of abdul rahman bin Auf was such that he was such a generous person he was blessed by allah with wealth in abundance but subhanallah what, what i actually learned from the lesson was Mufti Mank had said, when you give in sadaqah, when you give in charity, and you, subhanAllah, you are giving this money that you have set aside, maybe you set something aside every week, every Jumu'ah, every month, every year, however it might be, you know, subhanAllah, everyone has their own means. Whatever you decide to set aside, Allah had already written that rizq for the person who was meant to receive it. That miskeen, that person who was in poverty, who needed your money, who need their risk was through you. Allah first gives you the risk so that you have enough to give to that person. So if you start to raise the amount that you want to be giving, Allah will give you more in your wealth because charity never decreases you. Charity does not diminish your wealth. In fact, it increases it. Because in order for you to make good on your intentions, to give this much aside for your sadaqah, Allah Azza wa Jal first increases you in your wealth, increases you in your barakah, so you are able to help these people, so their risk can come through you. And I just thought, subhanAllah, what a way of thinking. How, subhanAllah, how beautiful is that? Maybe it might be common sense to a lot of people, but to me that wasn't. <laughs> subhanAllah, just genuinely honestly. I just thought, subhanAllah, what, that, that is such a beautiful way of thinking. Because I always thought, you know, alhamdulillah, of course, you are doing good because it is their risk. But in my mind, it was never such that Allah must give you more risk so you can give that to these people. Like, this is how there is so much abundance in the wealth. When Allah Azza wa Jal wants to do good to someone, when he knows your intentions are purely for his sake and you truly just want to give your, your sadaqah, because you want to do good by people. And you want to, you know, you, you want these people to have their risk through you. So that you may get some, you know, they, their du'as might be the reason for you to enter into Jannah. We never know what will be our reason to enter into Jannah. It might not even be anything that we do. But it might be one life that we touch. That their du'as are the ones that are going to raise us. Because everything that we did might not be good enough. We never know. And we should never belittle any good deed. But even when we understand how beautiful the reward is for doing sadaqah, we should always internalize as well that Allah Azza wa Jal will give us first 
so that we can give to them. Because Allah is the provider for all of us. SubhanAllah. And it does not diminish our wealth. In fact, we have more. SubhanAllah. And I just thought that was so beautiful that I just had to share that. Alhamdulillah, Ya Rabbi Alameen. And I had such a wonderful experience today, um, SubhanAllah, with the Sisters for Islam and doing that radio show. It was so wonderful. You know, honestly, may Allah bless all of these people who are striving in the way of Allah, who are sharing knowledge, who are learning Islam, who are really trying to, you know, become closer to Allah Azza wa Jal and to learn about Him, to learn about the deen, to learn about Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. SubhanAllah, it's so beautiful to connect in knowledge and wisdom and grow in love for Allah and the deen and the sahaba radiallahu anhum and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It's so beautiful, subhanAllah, to be able to be amidst all of that. It's just so beautiful, subhanAllah. And honestly, may Allah just bless all of the Muslims around the world with barakah, hasanat, prosperity, abundance, goodness, and increase us in our knowledge and wisdom and increase us in our connection, out of love, and subhanAllah, just pure fulfillment and joy to him. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ameen. And there was one last surah which I wanted to recite on today's notes about accountability. ta'ala. And this is Surah Al-Zalzala. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Iza zulzilatil ardu zilzalaha wa akhrajatil ardu athqalaha وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا بِأَنَّ رَبَّكَ أَوْحَى لَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ يَصْدُرُ النَّاسُ أَشْتَاتًا لِيُرَوْا أَعْمَالَهُمْ فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهْ وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًّا يَرَهْ SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbi Alameen. SubhanAllah. When the earth is shaken with its final earthquake, when it's shook, SubhanAllah, and the earth discharges its burdens, everything starts to come out from the earth. And man says, what is wrong with it? We would, subhanAllah, can you imagine this? On that day, when we see this happening and the earth is shaking, subhanAllah, and we will say, what is wrong with it? What is wrong with this earth that is bringing up all of this stuff inside of it? Its burdens are coming out. We will never have seen anything like that before. That day, it will report its news. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. It will report its news. The earth. The earth will testify, subhanAllah, because your Lord has commanded it. Your Lord has inspired it, subhanAllah. The earth will be talking to Allah Azza wa Jal. That day, the people will depart separated into categories to be shown the result of their deeds. So whoever does an atom's way of good, will see it. And whoever does an atom's way of evil will see it. SubhanAllah, this is why we should never belittle any single deed nor belittle any little sin. Because SubhanAllah, we will be seeing what are the effects of both of these. 
And we want our scale of deeds to be so filled with these good deeds, stacked, stacked, stacked on top of each other, so that we may earn Jannah, we may get our book of deeds in our right hands, and we may walk into Jannah, where the angels will say salam upon us. May Allah make us of these. Ameen. But we have to be so careful, because whoever does an atom's way of evil will see it too. And subhanAllah, may Allah forgive us for all the times we've intentionally hurt other people and the times where we've unintentionally hurt other people too. SubhanAllah, because sometimes we are so unaware of the actual consequences of our own actions. And this is a big part of accountability because when we say Astaghfirullah and we turn to Allah, Astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayk, when we say Ya Allah, Please forgive me. I seek your forgiveness, Ya Allah. I, I yearn for your forgiveness. I beg for your forgiveness, Ya Allah. And I turn to you. I come to you. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbul Alameen. We have to be aware that there are things that we aren't even aware of. That when we say Astaghfirullah, Allah knows better than us what we have actually done in our lives and what we need to do in order to gain hasanat. And like I said earlier, the good deeds wipe out the bad deeds so whenever you find yourself doing something you're going towards you um, your desires and towards something that may take you away from allah and perhaps you're doing this maybe it's out of automatic habit maybe it's out of just you know subhanallah that, that you just felt something inside you come over you this these, these things happen we're human beings we're human beings alhamdulillah but when these things happen let us try our best to remember Allah Azza wa Jal. To remember that Allah's Rahmah is greater than his anger. And if I want to gain Jannah, I must turn to my Lord. I must beg for his forgiveness. I must turn to him. Because these sins and even the gateways into sins, the little things, little, little steps that we may take for granted, they can roll into so much bigger than that. And we do not want that to be the case. So let us try our best to stop things from when we feel it, when we catch ourselves, let us decide, you know, Ya Allah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. And then we do good deeds to take out all of that. So we can erase all of those bad deeds and we can earn Allah's pleasure and go towards Jannah. Bi rahmatillah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. But these are such powerful ayat. You know, the surahs of Juz'amah are so powerful. And it's so poignant, subhanAllah, this description of Al-Yawmul Qiyamah about the earth, how it's going to shake and get rid of everything inside of it, and then it will testify. May Allah make us people who the earth will testify for and in goodness about and speak good about us, not of those who, who, who are going to earn the testimony where the earth speaks bad about us. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. You know, something that, alhamdulillah, like my mom has instilled into me and may Allah bless her abundantly, abundantly, abundantly for everything grant us the highest, highest level of genital alameen. She always instilled within us that wherever you are, pray. If you're outside, you're on the like you know, you're you're gone driving somewhere and there's no way to really really go anywhere, park on the side, pray in the grass. If you're in town, find a spot and just pray. If you can go to a masjid, alhamdulillah, go there. But if not, you know, just take your jacket, put it down, pray. Wherever you are on the world, pray. Because this world will testify. This earth 
this very ground that we are on will testify. So if you can, move to different places whenever you're doing your salah, even inside the house. Move to different places so the earth will, will, will speak in your favor. That yes, look, they prayed on me in so many different places. Subhanallah, Ya Rabbi Alameen. Isn't it beautiful to understand that everything we do, subhanallah, it goes so much beyond us. Imagine if the earth starts preaching about the goodness that I loved having this person pray upon me. Ya Allah, this is a good person. Imagine, subhanallah, subhanallah. May Allah make us of these. Ameen, Ya Rabbi Alameen. And this is something, you know, I've really taken it inside of me that whenever I am outside, wherever I go, I just pray wherever I can. And, you know, may Allah make us these people who really hold on to our salah. And it doesn't matter where we are, where, like who we're around. It doesn't matter. We find a place and we pray. May Allah make us of these. And may Allah make it a strong feeling inside of us that we prioritize our salah and we go wherever we go. We pray. We always pray. May Allah make us of those who, are, who, who, who value our salah, who really understand how important it is to us and to truly use these salah to connect to him and make him the best of our ability so that we may be rewarded according to these as the best. SubhanAllah, Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Ameen, 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 Ameen. I know today has been quite a long day <laughs> and it is really, really powerful, SubhanAllah. But the accountability that we talk about in understanding the power of our actions that all of our actions all of our deeds have consequences and we want to do as much good as we can so the consequences of those will be good subhanallah it's not just the bad deeds it's the good when we do something good it's like a ripple effect especially when it's like you know when you share on knowledge you never know who that's gonna go to you never know what they're gonna do with that they may go and share it on to so many more people and those other people may understand it even better than you did. And then when they go around, you are getting reward without even realizing. How many people, subhanAllah, that they, they never even meet people, but the way that they see someone, they say, oh, subhanAllah, I want to be like that person. That person, I can see them, they're helping people out. They're doing good stuff. I don't even know who they are, but mashaAllah, may Allah bless them. One day I want to do what they're doing. And you just feel inspired. And they have no idea. They're completely oblivious. And then you go about your life, subhanAllah. And it feels so beautiful <laughs> that you go about and you're, like, you become the sadaqah jariah for other people. Like we learn and we grow and we keep growing, subhanAllah. Because Allah Azza wa Jal allows us to. And may Allah allow us to grow in our iman, to increase in our iman, and to become closer to Him through every breath and every step we take. Subhanallah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. And, and, and keep us safe from harm. May He keep us safe from the fitna of the world. May He keep us safe from the fitna of the Dajjal, from the fitna of the, the signs of Al-Yawm Al-Qiyamah. Subhanallah, the minor signs are already here. It is only a matter of time before the major signs start to come. May Allah protect us always and our families and our children and our children's children and all the generations of the ummah that are to come. May Allah always make us a people who are close to him and who live by Islam, who submit to Islam and who have this integrity and sincerity to do everything for the sake of Allah, to turn to him in istighfar, to turn to him in repentance, to seek his forgiveness, to go to him with complete and utter gratitude and the humility of being his slave, 
to understand the honor, the maqam of being a slave of Allah, Abdullah, subhanAllah. May Allah give us this understanding and this love inside of our hearts. And may he continue to bless us with barakah, abundance, this ability to have accountability that brings us closer to him. Subhanallah, ameen, ya rabbil alameen, ameen, 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 ameen. You know, alhamdulillah, I know today has been really heavy, but bi'idhnillahi ta'ala, I really, if you have benefited from this, all I want you to do is share it on. Share this on to anyone who may need it. To anyone who even like, subhanAllah, just share it to anyone. Because we never know who actually needs it. It may be the people that we don't even realize need it, that actually need it more than anything. And the people who will actually sit and watch it, subhanAllah, we never know. But sharing knowledge is an act of sadaqah jariyah. So let us be of those who just continually share and learn and share and learn and share, <laughs> subhanAllah, so that we may grow in our iman and we may grow in our connection to Allah Azza wa Jalla such that we can become the companions of Allah. That one day we will meet the Sahaba anhum, that we aspire to be like. That we may meet Muhammad وسلم, and drink from his hand in the fountains. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbi Alameen. SubhanAllah. All of the knowledge that we had of this deen has come from him. Remember that. That when you share your knowledge, the reward goes all the way back to him. Because everyone you learned from, subhanAllah, everything goes back to Muhammad Everything we do raises his maqam. Everything we do can bring us closer to him. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah, Ya Rabbi Alameen. Jazakumullahu khairan kathiran, everyone for attending day 17 of the Ramadan challenge 2021. Subhanallah, I'm so 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 happy to those of you who came and attended live and to those of you who will be watching the replay after this. Bi'idhnillahi ta'ala, jazakumullahu khairan. And I'm going to finish off with a dua, bi'idhnillah. Allahumma ahdina fi man hadayt, wa'afina fi man afayt, wa tawallana fi man tawallayt. وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا وصرف عنا شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضى عليك إنه لا يذل من وعليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت <تصفيق> لك الحمد على ما قضيت ولك الشكر على ما أعطيت نستغفرك ونتوب إليك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم تقبل منا صيامنا اللهم تقبل منا صيامنا اللهم تقبل منا صيامنا وصلاتنا وقيامنا وركوعنا وسجودنا برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا ولوالدينا رب ارحمهم كما ربونا صغارا رب ارحمهم كما ربونا صغارا رب ارحمهم كما ربونا صغارا برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين اللهم اشف مرضانا ومرضى المسلمين وارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين وارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين وارحم موتانا وموت المسلمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار
ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا لا تزغ قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك وثبت أقدامنا ونصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاف عنا اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاف عنا اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فاف عنا يا الله يا رب العالمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم نسألك عن الخير كله آجله وآجله ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم نعوذ بك من الشر كله آجله وآجله ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إنا نسألك عن الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم جعلنا من الطوابين اللهم جعلنا من الشاكرين اللهم جعلنا من المحسنين اللهم جعلنا من المتقين اللهم جعلنا من الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم جعلنا من الأصحاب الجنة اللهم جعلنا من الأصحاب الجنة اللهم جعلنا من الأصحاب الجنة برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين وصل اللهم وسلم وبارك على نبيك ورسولك وعبدك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين سبحانك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم افتح علينا اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علومك ربنا زدنا علما ربنا زدنا علما ربنا زدنا علما ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربي إني ظلمت نفسي فاغفر لي فإنه لا يغفر الذنوب إلا أنت ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم آمين 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 جزاكم الله خيرا كثيرا and alhamdulillah يا رب العالمين I will see you tomorrow for day 18 of the Ramadan challenge 2021 السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته everything happening in the world right now we all need to step up in order to create the life we want to have 
We have a huge opportunity waiting for us right here and right now to take back control of our lives and make a difference to ourselves and everyone around us. I know that there are those of you who are just like me. You feel called to go deeper into this work. And I hope you know that I have devoted the past couple of years of my life to self-development and intense inner healing because I know deep inside I was made for more. This world needs more of us to awaken and step into our heart space. This world needs healers and beautiful souls to share the love and light that is bursting inside them, just waiting to come out into the world. So that we may sow the seeds of hope, compassion, kindness and love to those who truly need it most. So are you standing with me on this mission? Are you ready to embrace your empowered identity and discover your unique potential so that you can share your valuable gifts to the world? If you are, and if I'm speaking to you right now and what I'm saying is resonating inside of your heart and your soul, then here is, I, is what I want you to do. Head over to my website www.healingheartscoaching.co Go over to the button that says book your heart connect call and go ahead and choose a time slot that works for you. Get yourself booked in for a half an hour heart to heart conversation with me and if you are ready to discover what the next step in your healing and growth and empowerment journey could look like go ahead and schedule yourself in so we can have this conversation and we can get the ball rolling so that you can get started on realizing the gifts that you have been given by Allah and if you are ready to step up and into your power then I am calling you right now this is the time for change this is the time to step up and I know that you have the ability to do anything you put your mind to. So let's start the process now. Book your Heart Connect call with me and let's see where this journey takes us. Inshallah, Ya Rabbil Alameen. If you have been finding my podcast to be of benefit to you, then please share it with your family and your friends and let more people hear about the empowerment that they can have within themselves. Let more people come to life because there's too many of us that have been sitting on our potential and I know we are all meant for more. So go ahead now and share what you have been benefiting from so that more of us can benefit too inshallah if you haven't already go over to my instagram where you will find more content that i'm posting to give you the most value that i can inshallah my instagram is at healing hearts coach and i really hope to see you there 
feel free to pop up into my DMs and let me know how you've been benefiting from my content. Let me know what it is that you're struggling with so that I can help you, inshallah, to become a better version of you. Speak to me and allow me to connect to your heart, inshallah. This is the start of the rest of our lives. Inshallah, I will see you in the next episode. Take care, stay safe, and stay blessed. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.